0: musk came in and we got all these press articles right and then things went to a whole nother level of, right. of awareness of the company uh and it's just been a wild ride for sure yeah so he did uh buy a, a box mm-hmm. um, it was actually one of the first three prototypes that mm-hmm. that we built uh, and he's got it in his backyard at spacex in boca chica texas yeah. so what happened was he saw uh a post mm-hmm. with the video of the house unfolding uh, and he liked the post and then the next day his assistant called me and was like hey can we buy one of these actually they wanted to buy more than one and I was like well I only have three and I need to keep at least two I'll sell you one
1: Welcome to the Digital Social Hour, I'm your host Sean Kelly, I'm here with my co-host Wayne Lewis. What up? What up? And our guest today, Galeano Tiramani.
0: Hey guys, thanks for having me. Know, Absolutely. I appreciate so. it. So. Yeah, we got Boxable here in Las Vegas actually, mm-hmm. we got a big factory and we are building houses every day. Nice. How nice. many houses a day are you building? Right now we're just doing uh, about two houses per day mm-hmm. and then later this year we're installing a whole bunch of automated manufacturing equipment and we're going to be ramping up big time, Hopefully. Get about uh, 10 houses per day out of our current uh, factory space. Wow. And you had 10,000 uh pre orders, right? Yeah, wow. we got a big list is, of is names.
2: It, it, well, no, it's 170,000. Yeah. Oh, 170,000 oh, 170, people on your waiting list.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. So we went viral on social media many times. A lot so of you people guys are like out. the
2: Michael Jordan of like, the Jordan
1: shoe of ho- houses. Mm. Yes. Of <laughs> modular yes. homes.
0: Yeah, of modular homes. Yeah, we got uh, 170,000 names on the wait list for the Boxable Casita. That's unheard and of. And that was zero paid. 10,000 of those people have, about 10,000. Well, imagine if deposit. you just
2: charge everybody like a $100, like what, e, what Elon Musk did with that Cybertruck, just to be on a waiting list. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, we charge 200. Oh, oh <laughs> So all those people paid $200. So about uh, 10,000 people have paid uh $200 deposit okay. uh, and some other tiers of deposit in there as well okay. um, so and really we just did that to kind of prove interest, prove demand mm-hmm. in, in the product so I could go out to investors and say hey, if you give me the money to build this factory and mm-hmm. build these houses, right. we're going to sell them. We got people lined up to, build right. them, to buy them.
1: Because it's easier to raise money when you have some revenue,
0: right? Right. Yeah. We got to prove a whole bunch of things to, to mm-hmm. raise the money and, and demand is definitely one of them. So in, in five years, you guys have a
2: $3 billion evaluation
0: not too shabby
2: <laughs> that ain't bad that's crazy and he raised 140 million yeah 140 million 170. what what What? what's the actual number
0: so we decided to do crowdfunding mm-hmm. uh, to raise money for the company and leverage social media and ended Whoa, up so raising leverage social media yeah ended up raising wow. over 140 million dollars to mm-hmm. fund the boxable vision and got started roughly around early 2018 um, just with the idea and now we just actually signed our third factory building last week. Wow, how big are they? Pretty good. Factories. So, factory one, uh, which has been in operation about 18 months now, mm-hmm. is 170,000 foot warehouse building. Mm-hmm. Um, building two, which we got uh, signed in in January, around January, is about 130,000 feet, mm-hmm. and then the new building is 100,000 feet. And we managed to get all those three buildings just right next to each other, and we just keep ramping up and, you know, dialing in the technology and and getting better at uh, producing housing faster and and lower cost. This is a big
1: problem you're solving because a lot of people can't afford a house. Yeah. So I feel like you're helping out.
0: Yeah. I I like to think that this is the biggest problem that I I could be solving. And if you look around at different, you know, market industries, uh, building construction is massive. This is, I think, trillions of dollars uh, worldwide. And it's really the last big kind of old school product that hasn't moved into the factory. So Mm. like everything you see, is built in in a factory on an assembly line Mm -hmm. this microphone my sneakers my iphone but houses are not houses are still built literally guys with hand tools one at a time with like a hammer and nail Mm -hmm. standing on a ladder and it's slow and and inefficient so there's a huge opportunity there to make it work in the factory Mm -hmm. and that's what we're trying to do is solve all the problems that stopped building construction from working in the factory so that we can just Turn up volume like crazy on the production speed, uh, lower the cost, and hopefully dramatically reduce housing costs for the whole world. So, you're basically
2: this is kind of a proof of concept. So, it's possible that you may be able to build parts of a home that are manufactured to where it's kind of like plug and play in a sense, like even with 5,000 square foot homes, walls, stairs, oh, yeah. everything, just oh, yeah, just kind of putting it together like a. Legos. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Way,
0: right? so, so the first product we have is called the Boxable Casita. Mm-hmm. It's basically a 360 square foot uh, room, kind of the size of this room. It's got uh, bathroom, kitchen, mm. uh, bed and couch, mm-hmm. and that arrives on site just finish ready to go mm. uh, sets up in, in a few hours and you have a little house but mm. that's just the beginning the full vision is a building system where we would mass produce different room modules in different sizes that can stack and connect to build everything whether it's um, a single family or a big thousand unit apartment building we want to build like most all buildings on the planet using our system and in order to do that we have to go like really big like Above ridiculously that's big that's a lot yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you live in a box bowl well yourself?
0: No. No? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have uh, a wife and, and four kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it was just me, I, w- I definitely wouldn't mind living in one. So how many square feet is the Casita model? So it's roughly it's like 19 feet by 19 feet. Mm-hmm. So three, about 360 square feet, okay. uh, nine and a half foot high ceilings. Mm-hmm. Uh, really feels very nice, upscale, great for one person or a couple and the idea to start with that product was to focus on backyard accessory dwelling units so in california and other places they're changing the laws to allow you to put a little house in the backyard of your main house Mm. as a way to increase housing affordability Mm. so we thought great place to start great market then oh yeah huge amount of interest coming from over there
1: did you see they just uh did some weird law with House insurance in California Yeah they removed House insurance out there State Farm is,
2: is Pulling out of that market Because of all the crime
0: Oh wow Yeah
2: Wow and That's not I, good I kind of feel like <laughs> some Something massive Is going to happen yeah. Either some kind of earthquake or something. They don't want to be
1: responsible for it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's what you think, an earthquake?
2: I think, I mean, think about it. Why would an insurance company pull out of the whole state? Yeah, it's
1: never happened before.
2: I mean, you got Oklahoma, you got Texas, they got hurricanes, tornadoes, mm. all that you can think of. But California, they're like pulling completely out. They want nothing to do with the market.
1: I thought it was the crime, but yeah. Something catastrophic about is
2: about to happen. There's wow. no way an insurance company just totally pulls out of the market and wants no interest. Mm. They don't even care about the... The uh, you know the monthly payments or anything like that. They don't right. even care about the reserve. It's just like no, we don't want to no part. So is
0: that related to like the government? doing uh, stuff? No, or? I think it's just the
2: they them you know they know something that we don't. Some details that they're not giving because the insurance companies usually don't pull out of a market. California is one of the richest markets. You guys, the most cars, the most expensive cars, most expensive homes. Most people who live there
1: have a lot of money. Yeah. So why not? But they're like, no, it is interesting because insurance companies make a lot of money. So for them to have done that, that means something They make money off
2: of of what if. Speaking of insurance, can these houses be insured and do they have warranties attached to them? And what's what what do you guys protect or replace? And what are some of the problems that you have seen these houses may have in the future?
0: Yeah, definitely have the warranty and mm. as far as like insurance financing, mm. pretty much all the same stuff that applies to a traditional house is going to apply to our house, uh, except that uh, the way we are engineering building the is we've selected different building materials, different manufacturing methods right. that we think resulted in a, a better house. So mm. for example, all our houses have Hurricane uh, speed wind ratings on the walls. They all have amazing energy efficiency, fire resistance. Mm-hmm. So, we've actually not only figured out how to mass produce the houses on an assembly line, but we're building a better house. And I think so eventually. Way more durable than the yeah, house that me exactly. and, live in, and house exactly. that you live in. Exactly. And I think eventually wow. that will translate into lower insurance costs once we're out there in the market mm-hmm. for a while and the insurance companies can establish, like, oh, you know, these houses are less likely to be damaged by the environment or, or something else. So you can make them bulletproof less. too. Well, it's funny, actually. I, 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 I think I, about I, it, <laughs> doing that, you can make them bulletproof, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so we tried that. Oh, didn't uh, it work? And it got banned from TikTok. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why? That's funny. Uh, well, that so, would be so, sick, though, so, bulletproof house? So, yeah. so we laminated in Kevlar and we did this whole funny video mm-hmm. of us shooting it, yeah. uh, and then it got pulled from from TikTok, nah. right? violating the, the rules. You're so not allowed to shoot yeah. on there? Uh, yeah, I feel like I've been shadow banned ever since then. So it's uh wow.
1: Wouldn't so, be surprised.
2: So how yeah, do the, you handle. The success and the success that you have and the success that's coming like how, how do you handle this much success because you you're, you're going to be possibly a billionaire at, at, at some point right maybe multi-billionaire yeah I mean but right this now is something, and, and this is it something do you plan on selling Do you plan on holding it forever like what's your ultimate goal with this
0: I think that I'll have uh, a lot of value to provide to the company for quite a while mm-hmm. uh, eventually I'll be mostly spent once the company's matured, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to be with the company until, till we IPO till, till after that till mm-hmm. we continue to, mm-hmm. to build it up and, and develop it. And, you know, in general, it's, it's been a, a wild ride because we've gone from being unknown, uh, being very small to all of a sudden, uh, having everyone know about us, yeah. like not only, you know, nice people who like us, but also crazy people. (laughs) And so I've experienced this like whirlwind of Mm -hmm. of craziness and it's all the result of of how we raised the money and how we got the interest. Mm -hmm. I leveraged social media in a way that kind of set records. And of course that brought us, you know, 140 million plus dollars in investment money, Mm -hmm. this huge wait list, all Mm -hmm. these other resources and opportunities, but there was a dark side to that as well. (laughs) Explain how
2: you raised 40 million leveraging social media 140 so 100 100 I'm sorry 140 <laughs> million leveraging social media to those that think social media they hate social media or it's for whatever like how how did you do that and well, was that yeah, a, a plan did you plan that or just kind of just manifested itself and you like all right f*** it I'm I'm going to go with this
0: Mm. You know, at the beginning, I was just trying anything and whatever works. <laughs> what do you mean, trying? Just trying anything to get the word out to further For, uh, the company, and and things started working, and I kept double down, doubling down on that. So you know, social media. Was the way, the best way to get the word out. It worked better than going to, to the traditional press or the local news. So I just kept running with that. And you know, raising money via crowdfunding is something I would suggest to to most entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. It's just an amazing way for you to control your own destiny, for you to uh, you know, really uh, make sure you're commanding you know the, the project and mm. then you can basically generate in, in excitement in that and then give people a way to invest in the company through various securities exemptions mm-hmm. um, for example uh, regulation D, regulation CF, regulation A mm. and it's just it's it's there's so many positives to, to doing it that way mm. and um, highly recommend
1: and you mentioned there's a dark side I feel like not a lot of people dive into this topic but what's some things you could share about that?
0: So like Going from, you know, just being a, a private person to having to kind of like pimp myself out on, on social media, mm-hmm. uh, for the for the benefit of the company, <laughs> right. uh, and then realizing like, at this point, I kind of have sympathy towards some celebrities, mm-hmm. because I'm 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 you know, dealing with like one percent. But if you're a celebrity, I can't imagine like how much crazy people you have, right. how many hate comments you have. Right. Like, like you need like a psychiat- psychiatrist after that. I mm. mean, it's it's insane. Um, so, you know, we, we have a, a huge volume of people looking at what we're doing, focusing mm. on what we're doing. Um, and, you know, along with the positive comes a few, you know, crazy people as well. Mm. <laughs> What's the craziest person you've dealt with? So, uh, Funny story, sad story. Um, Actually, I'll mention, uh, and I won't say the name, but there was a guy actually inside our company uh, Mm -hmm. from early on Mm -hmm. who turned out to be a very kind of uh, evil, psychotic uh, character. Mm -hmm. And what he did was- He worked for you guys? Yeah, he he worked for me uh, back when we were just a a small new company. Uh, just a few employees. I Mm. I hired this guy uh, and you know, he's a very slick, uh, convincing guy. Mm. And uh, eventually we figured out that he was actually stealing from investors. So this guy stole about, I think about a million dollars from 10 investors, yeah. Mm. So uh, really like just a horrible betrayal uh, from someone who, you know, I was very, very nice to. And um, what he did was he basically Bef- worked in our investor relations department, befriended some investors, and then went ahead and, and told them, hey, I have I have shares in the company that I would like to sell you, personal shares. He said, wire me money. I'll give you 10 shares for the price of one. And he convinced a few people to wire him about a million dollars, and then he uh, fled the country. No way. Yeah, real Damn. f***ing asshole. That's crazy. <laughs> real, real f***ing, f-ing asshole. <laughs> Did you get yeah. the money back? No. Uh, it's all still kind of uh, pending right now. It all just just happened wow. pretty recently. Mm-hmm. You know, we discovered we he left mm-hmm. abruptly um, the company, and then we discovered what he had done. Mm-hmm. Uh, started investigating it. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, uh, he kind of confessed everything. Uh, not sure why. So so we figured <laughs> out uh, everything <laughs> he did. Um, wow. Yeah, re- really really mm-hmm. horrible. Um, the guy had a family too. Jeez. Mm-hmm. That he basically you know. He left them. Abandoned. Yeah. Over, over a little bit of money. That's great. Uh, really, really sad. A million so. can't last you your whole life. Yeah. And, and doing something like that, what's the end game? Like, you're going to get caught. Like yeah. it's not like he stole like like cash. It's yeah. not like he stole like cash mm-hmm. out of someone's like drawer. Yeah, like this he's, he's was he's like this had too. a paper trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Conversation. Yeah. You like, them. What, what, what yeah. was the end game? Hey, there? Is
2: it is it done yet? Yeah, you cool. wire yet? There's a wire record. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All kind of records. <laughs> so like, um, back to the boxables. Is it possible that you can implement AI to where it's like a smart home? Mm. Are you, have you thought that far? Like maybe oh, yeah. it's possible to where you can command the whole house to kind of do whatever it is that you want since you're kind of you know you're you're basically like in doing a little bit of innovation here so like have you thought that far like making it a whole smart home
0: yeah there's a lot of opportunities for mm-hmm. uh, smart home stuff ai mm-hmm. stuff not just in the house people live in mm-hmm. but for example like in our manufacturing facility yeah so I'm yeah huge amount of 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 work and effort put into the logistics the Mm. way the parts are moved around the factory uh the sourcing supply Mm. i mean ai of course is gonna have you know as we all know a a huge impact on everything as it Mm. continues to roll out so we'll be excited to implement that at our factory as soon as we can wrap our heads around how to do that yeah but as basically
1: (laughs) put smart would be sick dude i have a smart oven Mm. you put any food in Mm. it and it recognizes the food and it tells you like how long you want to cook. You want to cook extra burnt, like light roasted. Wait, so you're
0: saying it it sees the food with the camera and knows how to cook it? Yeah,
1: so it's called a June (laughs) it's a June oven. So I put eggs in there and Mm -hmm. it hard boils it for me every morning. Wow. I'll put broccoli in there, it knows it's broccoli. See salmon.
2: So imagine the smart home is just like it knows what time you're getting home. Make sure the house is heated a certain way. Just like just little stuff like that. Or even telling
1: them what to do and how to do things. Yeah, Yeah, it'd be cool to have your, you could control your AC from like your phone. Yeah. I mean, so when you come home, the house is nice. I mean,
0: it just, it's make it a whole smart home. It's it's in the works at Boxable. So we have this um, mascot called Mm -hmm. Frank. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's the, he's a pig. Yeah. Um, So So he's a pig. Yeah, he's a pig. pig. Uh, So we're going to do, hey, Frank, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, Frank, lock the doors. Hey, Frank, close the blinds. Oh, uh, absolutely. We're going to be able to kind of own that whole ecosystem, you know, where we build it all out custom for our, our buildings mm-hmm. and, uh, it all works together cohesively. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did the Elon Musk connection happen? Was
2: it a DM? Was it a phone call? Was it a, a, ma- a email mysteriously from one of his people? <laughs> like how, how, how did that whole synergy happen? Well, It was Twitter of course. Oh, it was Twitter
0: so he, <laughs> before he yeah. bought it or after before yeah. he bought it. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, I guess what happened is, was, is he an investor?
2: No, he's not. Okay. So uh, Elon Musk is not an investor. Those rumors aren't true.
0: No. Right. But, but he did uh, buy a, a boxable casita. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually one of the first three prototypes that, mm-hmm. that we built. Uh, and he's got it in his backyard at SpaceX in Boca Chica, Texas, I believe, mm-hmm. right now. Um, but, yeah, so so uh, one he, of the account... He was account- promoting it heavy. He was, like, sleeping in it. He, he, he kind of was promoting it. I mean, so, yeah. so what happened was he saw uh, a post with mm-hmm. a video of the house unfolding Mm -hmm. uh and he liked the post and then the next day his assistant called me and was like hey can we buy one of these wow Uh, actually they wanted to buy more than one and i was like well i only have three and i need to keep at least two i'll sell you one (laughs) uh and they were like sure we'll take it and i went ahead and and deployed it in uh, texas and at first uh we weren't allowed to say anything about it because we had ndas and all that Mm -hmm. so we didn't and at some point months and months later, he tweeted about living in a $50,000 house um, and and uh, then the press jumped yeah, on Yeah, he it. was promoted himself. Yeah, that's
1: a, I, I heard Well, he didn't it. say the brand. He just said 50000 no. foldable house. I think he said
0: boxable. So, so it, it's, it's a little tricky because what happened was he wasn't originally he wasn't talking about the boxable, mm-hmm. um, but the press put two and two together and put out articles saying mm-hmm. that he was talking about the boxable more he was, leverage. And, and then uh, we couldn't say anything. So people were asking me the mm-hmm. whole time and I'm like, no comment, no comment. <laughs> and uh, and then they're like accusing me of lying. I'm like, I said, no comment. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And then eventually he came out and explained in another podcast, mm-hmm. like, yes, I did buy one. I, I do own it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't talking about it in that original tweet. But yeah, yeah it's it's a cool product. He said, that's so, awesome. Uh, yeah, that that was great. And, you know, before that happened, we had already been doing so well with social media. Like mm-hmm. uh, we did what's called a, a, a reg CF uh, mm-hmm. where we raised four million dollars in 13 days. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like a, a record uh, back then for that type Via of fundraising. Social media. And, and then after then after that, Musk came in and we got all these press articles right. and then things went to a whole nother level of, right. of awareness of the company. Right. Uh, and it's just been a wild ride for sure.
1: A lot of a lot of businesses struggle marketing on social media. Do you think your success has been the product is just so unique and different, or yeah. do you think you had some unique marketing tactics?
0: Yeah, you know, um, I can't take all the credit. Um, I definitely do a, a lot of different stuff. You know, I try a lot of things, but at the end of the day, uh, this is all off the back of a really cool product, mm-hmm. and you know, the the sales and marketing that we have right now, frankly, it's not even executed that well mm. uh but we've done so well on it uh so there's still like a lot of meat on the bone for yeah, us you to improve on so that like five years right if, if that like. yeah it's it's five years from from just an idea uh but we've actually only been producing houses about 18 months now wow
1: <laughs> bro at a three billion billion dollar evaluation
0: that's insane <laughs> yeah <laughs> that
2: is crazy that's yeah. even more crazier
0: yeah, yeah, and you know the, the the valuation and the size of the manufacturing facility and all mm-hmm. that. This is still just the very very beginning, mm-hmm. and it's still almost proof of concept mm-hmm. because yeah. what we're doing right now is just proving that we have the uh, potential to scale manufacturing, mm-hmm. that we've solved the problems that will make it possible mm-hmm. to scale manufacturing. So really, you know, what we have is a, a pretty big manufacturing facility, a pretty mm-hmm. big operation, but it's not where we need to be, mm-hmm. and where we Need to be is what you see with the automobile makers. So, mm-hmm. whether it's like a Ford factory or a, a Tesla factory, they're putting out uh, pretty much like one car a minute output out yeah, of these 40, factories. 40,000 cars. Yeah, exactly. So, there. so we need to get to that with housing. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason uh, we shouldn't be able to do that based on all the innovations that Voxable has. So, mm-hmm. what I'm doing now is basically saying, look what we've done. We've proven out all the basics. Mm-hmm. Now, come and give me the resources to scale up to that. Uh, one house per minute number, mm. uh, which of course is, is is you know really needed by the market, you know housing demand and everything. But when you start to mass
2: produce, you and I both know that you run into a significant amount of problems. Like you mentioned Ford, they have the worst cars. Right. <laughs> some of the worst cars. Quality so. control. Right. Yeah. So how do you manage the QC pumping out? Uh, not a home a minute, but I would. You, would you say a part a minute? Because you, you, there's no way you can manufacture a home in a minute. But how would you manage the QC on you know each individual
0: thing? You just so you know, right now we, we can already build a house. The output could be, if everything goes perfect, in a day mm-hmm. maybe one house every two hours or so. Mm, wow! Uh, and that's just at this, this early one stage. One whole, whole house. At a uh, stage. Yeah, just a house every two hours comes out the door, mm-hmm. um, and and that's just early stage, very manual stuff, right. uh, first gen, uh, first gen product, no no custom automation, right. uh, so we're already doing really good. Mm-hmm. And then when I look at the next level of scale, the next level of, of mass production, right. I want to look out into a, our factory and just see a sea of of robot arms going going crazy. Uh, and and you're right. There is going to be a huge amount of, of problems and challenges. Absolutely, uh, and we have a huge amount of problems and challenges at the company right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, actually, it's it's extraordinary to me mm-hmm. just how many problems and issues there are. Right. But that's the way it's got to be because if it wasn't that hard to do, somebody would have would have done it already. 100. Yeah, um, so we just we grind through, and uh, you know every problem we solve is a barrier to entry for others, mm-hmm. and a, a, you know a, a benefit for for the company and puts us further and further ahead as we get every little thing. Squared away, Mm -hmm. whether it's manufacturing quality control, uh, marketing, sales, regulatory, just so many different variables that all need to be dialed in. And we keep grinding away and we just get into a stronger and stronger position as a company. And I know you mentioned too that you want to do a
2: a charity too that actually um, is for the homeless. You want to, you know, kind of start going that route where you're giving, um, uh, you're creating a place where homeless people can can go. Can you speak about that?
0: Yeah, you know, in general, the idea behind the company is to do, you know, good works right. and make the world a better place, right. you know, on a, on a very big scale. And the idea is that we want to dramatically push down the cost of, of housing mm-hmm. uh, and and achieve that uh, benefit for humanity through capitalism and successful business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, we are planning also to seed a, a small uh, charity soon and kind of uh, get that in the works so that we can hopefully provide a little extra boost uh, where it makes sense for. Or, you know needy families and yeah. help the housing to be more affordable. Yeah, that's a real problem, especially in San Francisco, California. Yeah. Even here, yeah. homeless. The homelessness yeah. is like a real problem.
2: So you even thinking yeah. about that is like,
0: yeah, are- yeah. I mean the homeless thing is a pretty, you know, controversial issue uh, with a lot of different areas. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a few different sections. Like there's people who are maybe just like down on their luck Mm. and they won't necessarily be homeless that long. Mm. Uh, Then you have like mental health uh, and Mm. then you have drugs as well. Um, And and the drug people and the mental health people, it's almost a problem separate and above and beyond Mm. housing. Um, However, I think that if we can lower the overall cost of housing forever, Mm. create an abundance of it and availability of it, uh, you would be able to actually put those people somewhere and deal with them versus having them out on the streets, uh, creating an an even worse nightmarish scenario that you have Mm. now. How do you deal with
1: competitors? Because I saw a few online.
0: You know, um, it's interesting uh, when I think about competitors because, uh, first of all, you know, 90% of building construction is done on site uh, not Mm. in a factory so i think of that whole section of of companies and people as potential customers like if we show them a better way to build that's faster and and lower cost for them they're going to jump all over that and then Mm. and then boom they're our customers uh but beyond that the demand for housing and the housing price is is so high Mm. that really there's enough room for everyone right now Mm. uh if if you can provide housing you know it's it's gone it's it's gonna sell uh even at at an astronomical price at this point so i don't really see a huge uh, competition going on uh, and i certainly don't see anyone who's figured out as much as as we have Mm -hmm. uh the biggest competitors that are established real businesses are the manufactured housing guys so champion uh uh, clayton homes uh cavco homes Mm -hmm. uh these are um trailer homes double trailer wide store, right, single yeah. wide um those are the only guys that mm-hmm. are doing factory built housing in a way that works Got and it. they kind of have a kind of a limited uh, market as well because of the type of product that they have hmm. <coughs>
2: well, I, will you guys be adding garages soon or are you already working on that or is that something that's going to be in the works too
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have a whole lineup of products. So right now we have the 20 by 20 room module. Mm. It comes with the uh, kitchen bathroom done. Uh, After that, we'll roll out uh, maybe another 20 by 20 that just has maybe one bedroom in it, Mm. or it has only a bathroom in it, or maybe it has two bedrooms in it. At Mm. that point, you can start sticking those different boxes together. Mm. Then uh, later on down the line, we'll roll out bigger boxes. So uh, currently 20 by 20, we'll do 20 by 30, 20 by 40, and then you start getting a really big room that you can connect to other rooms and, and you know, stack and arrange. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, garages too. And try to roll out, you know, this full product lineup to simplify the build process for the developers and builders. And how,
2: how much is the shipping cost and the total? Like customers, like what are they paying total for this complete to...
0: Yeah, so one of the big innovations with Boxable, probably the most important innovation, is that we've actually fixed shipping. So traditionally, you know, buildings are very big. So if you try to ship a building, it mm. becomes very expensive because right. it's too big for the road. Right. And that's the case for manufactured housing uh, guys, other mm. other modular mm. house companies. So at Boxable, we figured out how to make this a highway legal load to ship it at the lowest possible cost. Mm. And what that does is it opens up the shipping radius from the factory. So whereas a traditional, factory-built housing guy, they're only going to ship a few hundred miles from their factory because if they go beyond that, it just costs way too much. Right. But we can ship anywhere around the whole country wow. cost-effectively. That's the single most important thing that allows us to actually scale up manufacturing, have a real mass production, mm-hmm. uh, get take advantage of the economies of scale, take advantage of the automation, and then hopefully push it down to the lowest possible cost. So not only are we shipping... Uh, highway legal load mm-hmm. that's not over wide, that doesn't cost more, mm-hmm. but we're shipping uh, 20 feet on an eight and a half footprint. So 20 feet of room. Mm-hmm. is is on an eight and a half footprint so a traditional factory built house you would actually have two 10 foot loads to mm-hmm. equal one of our units right. and both of those 10 foot loads would be over wide they will require special permits special routes uh, police escorts like a whole nightmare of nonsense and mm-hmm. regulation and added cost so for us you know we have this crazy efficient way of shipping and mm-hmm. that opens up everything else we want to do and uh we can not only put uh 20 foot wide casita on a single truck, but we can actually put two casitas on, on one truck. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if wow. you've ever seen like, you know- yeah. Is two, that two casitas or, or are they already, are, are already opened? Um, so uh, the house folds up from 20 feet down to eight and a half feet oh, okay. and kind of all the empty space gets compressed, mm-hmm. uh, but there's still a, a portion of the room that doesn't actually fold. And that's where we put kitchen bathroom in this model. That's mm-hmm. where we could put other things in other models. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
1: Darliano, I can't wait to right. see where this goes, man. Yeah. We'll be rooting yeah, for yeah. you. Um, it's going. Any closing comments?
0: I think, you know, you guys should come check out the factory. Oh, yeah, for sure. uh, we also invite anyone else to to come take a peek. Uh, we mm-hmm. do tours every day uh, there's models in the parking lot that are actually open 24/7 mm-hmm. uh, and I'd suggest anyone who's interested checks out our, our social media we're basically posting nonstop, stop uh, live what we're doing mm-hmm. on YouTube on, on Instagram so mm-hmm. you can stay up to date with the with the latest info on there uh, and one other thing we're looking to hire you know the most talented people from all around the country mm-hmm. so please check out our uh, jobs section on our website as well nice there we go Wayne Get a boxable,
1: <laughs> please. They're cool. Check them out, guys. I might have to get one, honestly. Yeah, I think. Um,
2: I think this interview ended too. This, this is. I'm not done talking.
1: Yeah, we'll have to do a part two.
0: Podcast yeah. studio boxable.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, let's make right? that happen. We could build all the studio inside one of them. Literally. Oh yeah. Dropping in. All right, thanks for tuning in,
0: guys. Digital social hour. See you next time. Peace.